Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. So welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show, as you know, produced by Darren Ball, who'll be joining us later. Last year, going back to last year and show 24, if you care to look it up, we spoke about the massive change from individual evolution to collective evolution. And that's a great phrase, collective evolution. And it's a real new age key, as we discussed, based on uh, the teachings of Mars Sector 6. Because in the seventh freedom, Mars 66 tells us that it's no longer possible to transmigrate back to God. We've been given a far more complete and different concept of transmutation. Not the one understood, I have to say, by even mystics of old, a much vaster concept, a much more all-encompassing one. And as Dr. King, who was himself staggered by this change, revealed... Even a galaxy cannot return individually to God, but must return as part of the whole. To put it bluntly, it would have to wait for lower life forms to be also ready for the return. Collective evolution. And the only way to express that collective evolution, the only logical outcome of that realization is service. So we're going to look at now the third freedom, which as regular listeners will know, is service. And we're going to listen to the opening words of the third freedom, which was delivered by the great Lord Mars Sector 6 through Dr. George King. So thank you, Darren. This is Mars Sector 6. From satellite number three, now in orbit Neptune, the third of freedom will be a service. A freedom from a selfishness is a service. In these days, there is much a service which is vitally Important uh, to a terror. There are few a uh, service. A uh, service 
is a a culmination of experiences which uh, denote uh, the server as being on the ladder of evolution uh, firmly on this ladder Freedom from selfishness is service. A very simple thought, an absolutely wonderful thought, because if you think about it, selfishness is a great limitation. It ties us down. It means we are, it, it's the cause of frustrations. It's the cause of unfulfilled desires. It's the cause of fulfilled desires, which really don't help us in the end anyway. And it's an extraordinary thing that even on the spiritual path, there can be selfishness. It can creep in if you let it, unless you're very careful. There's a wonderful little book, actually, which is recommended by Dr. King in his very first note in The Nine Freedoms, after the first freedom. And it's called Light on the Path. Some of you may know it. It was channeled by the master Hilarion through the medium Mabel Collins, and it was published by the Theosophical Society. And it makes that point very clear, that wrong motives can creep into all of us, especially if, like me, you're below the adept stage. And we all have to be careful of that. And at the root of all these wrong motives, you're going to find selfishness. Now, let me be clear. This doesn't mean you shouldn't serve until you're sure that your motives are 100% pure, because if you waited for that, you would probably never give service ever. Uh, but I don't think, and I've said this before on the Spiritual Freedom Show, that a tragic victim of an earthquake lying under a, a pile of rubble, desperately wanting to be rescued, uh, at the rubble of a collapsed building, who gets rescued by a charity worker, minds if that charity's worker's effort is paid for by someone who might be at least partly motivated by the desire to get a knighthood or some other honour from some state, they've still given the money to charity. And as a result of their donation, someone's life has been saved and it still stands as a wonderful act of service, whether or not they get any recognition for it. If someone happens to be a very highly paid surgeon of great skill and proficiency, who's transforming the lives of his or her patients, it doesn't really matter to those patients how much that person is motivated to serve and how much of their motivation is to earn more money than they really even need. But it's still an act of service, and it can be a very great life-saving act of service. And one could go on giving many other examples. But in the end, though, all of our motives will need as we evolve to be purified we don't wait for that but the transmutation will gradually take place if we continue in service so that not one ounce of selfishness is left in any workplace you can have a person who's clever enough to know the minimum they have to do to get by and still get paid uh, but you can have another person who goes and, and i've seen this over and over again and i'm sure many listeners have 
who goes way beyond the minimum they have to do, not because it will advance their career or bring them more money, because it won't, but because they want to serve. That's assuming their work is for the betterment of others. And from that freedom, Mars Sector 6 tells us, comes evolution, collective evolution. And Dr. King goes further in his commentary in the book, and he says, one cannot be evolving unless one is serving. You can't evolve unless you serve. Very simple, typically blunt. Uh, With Dr. King, you get the absolute truth without any honey poured over it. And he actually, I'll give you an example of something he said, and I think we'll close this section with these words, which come from a book called A Cosmic Message of Divine Opportunity. These are the words of Dr. King. If ever there was a time of opportunity in your countless lives upon earth, that time is the present. If ever there was a time when you could do some lasting good for yourself and humanity, that time is the present. And you have time to do it. You have time to attend your church without failing once. You have time to heal. You have time to pray as never before. You have time to occasionally go into the silence. You have time to come out of the silence inspired and fortified. The words of Dr. King. And of course, by church, you could also say synagogue. You could say temple. You could say any place of religious worship where service is given, providing service is given there and truth is taught. And of course, you might not be religious at all, but you can apply these self-same principles to, to work, life-saving work, charitable work of all kinds. You cannot evolve without serving. Well, I'm going to bring Darren in now. I think that's pretty forthright stuff there, don't you, Darren, from Dr. King? I must say, I do love that line from Dr. King, one cannot be evolving unless one is serving. It's, uh, as you say, straight to the point, not coded in honey whatsoever. And I think um, you've also given us a great takeaway there about the importance of just getting on with service. You know, we don't need to, we don't need to think, we don't need to overcomplicate it yes. um, at all. Um, no. We don't need to think, you know, too too deeply, second guess our motive too much. I mean, at the end of the day, as you say, it's really about the result and the outcome that we're able to um, help create from somebody else. Absolutely. And your motive will, you know, you don't have to worry about it, as you say, because as you continue to serve, it will gradually become more and more perfect until it's the really only reason that you're doing these acts. And you'll have moments of complete purity and moments where it can be tarnished by this and that, but it will get transmuted. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's a certain beauty in that process, isn't there? I really, Absolutely. So. There is. It's called evolution, so- Darren. Uh, so for listeners tuning in for the first time the nine freedoms is a series of profound spiritual teachings given by an advanced extraterrestrial intelligence known as mars sector six you can find out more about the nine freedoms and how they were given at ethereus.org that's a-e-t-h-e-r-i-u-s.org and of course richard and i really do appreciate hearing from everybody who's listening especially your questions and your experiences I pick out something for every show. So if you haven't written to us before, do drop us a line at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk with any of your questions, comments, or experiences that you'd like to share. This week, Richard, we have an uh, interesting question related to nuclear experimentation and other dimensions. Oh, yeah. And this is from someone who's been, uh, well, they've told me they've been watching a number of shows on TV about UFOs and aliens, and in particular, about UFO activity around military sites since mm-hmm. 1947. 
So she says, has Dr. King in his channeling ever referred to any effect in other dimensions that we may have had by splitting the atom? Absolutely spot on. What a great question. In fact, Dr. King pioneered that concept. And there's lots of evidence we have. Some of the things Dr. King said uh, about the genetic effects, the uh, dangers of uncontrolled radioactive release into the ethers, not just physically. Um, This is because there are seven octaves. It does operate on many different levels. And it can be translated on those levels as well as the physical level and it can manifest uh, throughout. And he also goes on to advocate purification practices like the violet flame practice, which has been taught on a few occasions on the Spiritual Freedom Show, the practice of the presence, uh, visualization of white light. Those are all things that will help to transmute these etheric effects, which definitely exist. Uh, I think he was the first to say it, and this would be in uh, probably 55 or 56 And he definitely gave a lot of warnings, many of which have turned out to be true. I think it's interesting. When I saw this question as well, um, it reminded me of um, the Rendlesham Forest incident in the 1980s, which I know you're extremely familiar with. Mm. And um, particularly a recent show I think he did with Rex Baird, the Leak Project, where he claimed that that was actually a broken arrow incident. I think that's the word he used, meaning a poorly guarded nuclear weapon which I think gives even more credence to the, you know, to that UFO sighting, if that's what these advanced extraterrestrials are worried about, and we know that they are. They, they definitely are, and there have been many sightings connected to, nearby, or around nuclear uh, plants, around uh, military installations, and so on, for that very reason. And I think also, just to pick up on what you said there about the different practices we have been given, you know, it's, um, we, 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 well, I certainly sometimes tend to forget that the, the sort of the versatility and the power of them, um, and, you know, the fact that we've been given them by these extraterrestrial intelligences, them knowing the kind of risks and the dangers that we were creating for ourselves at that time. And I think it it goes even more to show the tremendous wisdom and compassion too. Couldn't agree more. Great note to end on. Thank you all for listening to the show. And always remember that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. 